your short track racing connection. Broadcasting from the S3 studio and presented by All Weather HVAC. This is the Turn 4 Podcast. Look for us every Tuesday where all major podcasts are found. Like us on social media at Turn 4 Podcast. And now, DJ, Zach, and Brian, take it away. Green, green, green. Well, two-thirds of that. (laughs) Uh, One co-host, one MIA currently, so uh, we're just going to get rolling without him. Obviously, you heard Brian, so it's uh, Zach that's MIA tonight. Uh, push back a day due to the long holiday Memorial Day weekend. Uh, what time did you get home last night? Last night was early. This is the nice thing about the early races at Hudson. The, I should say, say early. Spring probably, races at Hudson. Probably eight. Uh, we, well, we stopped at eight. Uh, so had we just left from the track and headed home, we would have been home by seven. Well, that's not terrible. No, not at all. Not bad. Yeah. And with it, and we were the last actual feature. Yep. So no, it, it was quick. They, I mean, so they tech was it. quick. No, well, for us it wasn't. I mean, it was a little involved for us. Um, I'd say we were in tech for probably forty-five minutes. It's not too bad. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's just quick. And it's nice how they do it. it. They're not allowed to fire a motor before noon, but they roll the first heat race at one. So there's two very quick rounds of practice, and then heats start at one. <clears throat> roughly it might be like 110 or something but they roll very quickly that's on the chip yeah oh yeah yeah it was and and really safe for the legend cars that were more or less a complete shit show <laughs> we'll get into that when we actually talk about this race because the winner was actually pretty interesting to kind of read that whole debacle oh really i didn't even i haven't even read or seen anything about it i just know from watching it from the pits it was wild he missed practice missed the heat race Rolled in about 15, 20 minutes before the feature started. Unloaded. Started dead last and won. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Sounds like your kind of night. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no practice. Let's just fucking, nice. Yeah, roll it off the trailer, boys. Let's go. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, so Saturday, you went down to the JDV Productions. Wheel and Mod Tour. I yeah. Think. Oh, God. He had a special. It was, there was a lot on Saturday. The Granite State Derby. Yes. So he's got a, the unique names for all of them, so I want to make sure I got it right. But it was the Granite State Derby, and he had a pile of racing going on that day. He really did. There was there was a lot. <laughs> I listened to it, so I had it on flow. Um, I obviously didn't make it down on Saturday. Uh, a little preoccupied with what I had going on this weekend. Yeah. Um, we can get into that a little later. <laughs> uh, so I actually we. Uh, we ended up dragging out a 55-inch TV and putting it out on the deck and blasting it so that way we could work on stuff and no listen kidding. and watch and that's, turn around. That's and the way to do it. It actually was pretty nice. We actually, Sunday, ended up, uh, I guess we'll go into it a little bit now, but I've got, a, like, a window that's smashed. It's an old-school, like, lead weight oh, yeah. window. Like, it's it's been broken for years, so yep. the storm window's been covering it. So we went down to Home Depot and bought a perfect-size piece of plywood put the plywood up, and actually mounted the TV bracket outside so we can just come out, hang it on the deck, oh, plug it in. Perfect. And it's close enough to the Wi-Fi, so with the Roku box, I can stream Race in America, Flow, Xfinity. Like, I can 
I can stream all of it right from that Roku device. So literally, I just hang one thing on the wall, plug it in, and wham, we've got racing on on the deck. No kidding. So it was it was like it. it was fantastic to work on the driveway and just have that kind of blaring in the background. It was especially perfect. considering how warm it was. It was that was the only downside. It it got warm on yeah. Saturday. Like it went from like comfortable to hot in like forty five minutes. Yes. So yes. I don't I, I don't know how it was down at Lee. I mean, like I said, it was. I don't know. It felt like it was like low 80s most of the day, and all of a sudden it was like the afternoon that switch flipped, and it went to like 90 in a hurry. Yeah. I think we lucked out a little bit, but Lee is always seems like it's cooler. A little cooler. Close to the ocean. Um, <clears throat> it, it wasn't that bad, but it was definitely hot. Uh, I think Sunday was, I mean, Sunday was even hotter, in my opinion. Yeah. But, but Saturday, it was hot. Monday was perfect. Monday was beautiful. Monday oh was my perfect. God. Yeah. Yeah, Monday was beautiful. If you could find me a place... That you could live in that for like eight months out of the year, and then have like snowmobile in the other four months of the year, I would be fucking right on par with that if shit. That was possible, yeah. Just, just find me that spot on Earth. I, mean, I guess you have to split your time between San Diego and then <laughs> Montana, <laughs> Pittsburgh, New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Pretty much, that would work. Uh, so twenty-one cars, twenty cars, twenty-one cars, twenty-two on property. Okay, for the wheel and door. Um, one was a DNS. Must have been. It was a DNS. Yeah. Who's um, that? I don't remember even honest to be honest. Break? I can probably look it up. Um, I believe it was a engine. Yeah. Engine or transmission. Mechanical failure. Yep. It almost was too. Um Max Zackham running Gary McDonald's car. Yep. Was having engine issues. But luckily they were able to get that straightened out. Uh so he was able to start the feature. But yeah. So twenty one took the green. Yep. So you had you guys had a forty five minute practice, which led into the heat races for the pro four mods. Uh, three fifty mods, super mods, super yeah. mods, yep. Nema uh, lights, Nema lights, dwarf cars, dwarf cars, Nestor late models, street models, street models, <laughs> and all of they, them were pretty good. They have it on there as both. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh they put on some good racing throughout the uh, the local divisions too. They were pretty, yeah, pretty they sporty light, races. They were light on the on the street models, which again, yeah. it's. Uh, whatever They'd it's hit or miss for lee for whatever reason yeah. like they either have 28 of them things or nine there yeah. seems to never be that healthy like 16 car field down there yep um again it's same thing though you ask a lot of drivers and they either love lee or they fucking hate lee there is yep. there not a lot of people are like ah, i'm okay going there and like you know it depends on the day it's either they love it or they hate it yep. i'm assuming you're you you love the place. You're so, you're, I, you're that guy that could give or take it. Well, no, no, I I really do love Lee. I absolutely love that track. I love the configuration of it. I love the length of it. I love everything about it. Um, obviously, being as abrasive as it is, it's a different critter. Yep. Um, in the crate car, we I mean we're really good there. Yep. You know I I I'd race that every freaking week with a crate car. Um, in the tour cars, it, it's just choose them up it's it chews them up and it's just hard to it's hard to numb the car up enough to make it stay under you yep the tire wear and then add on top of that that we're going there with a wheeling car which we have never run there we've only run a wheeling car five times and they're just different they just don't handle the same as every other car i've ever driven so you're adding that on top of it and then add that day we go there and the most stagger we can get out of every tire we mounted was two and a quarter when we like to be three, three and a quarter, um, <clears throat> just made for an, an interesting, interesting day. day. 
to uh, get started. But uh, yeah, so we're still figuring it out when it comes to the tour cars. But uh, yeah, great cars. I love it. Build a notebook. Yeah, that's really what it amounts to. You know, we're just adapting. Obviously, we're making strides and adapting to the to the wheeling. You figured out qualifying. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> you figured out qualifying. Yeah, yeah. No, that was in the. The funny thing is that's been my best qualifying effort to date with Whelan, and that was more or less a guess to compensate for the lack of stagger. And it just worked. Worked. We nailed it. And really, in all reality, in the feature, we weren't bad there either, but with the tires sizing the way they were, I knew that I couldn't do two, three tire changes. I was going to have to do two, two, and two, do rights, lefts, rights. And Whelan never had one caution. So... Or one caution, and that wasn't super early. Yeah, I was so say. so we never, you know, we that one caution. Everybody took three, and we took two, and it made the car evil for us. And uh, you know, we ended up falling back. It, there was a bunch of cars already lapped down and stuff, so we didn't. It's not like we lost major positions. We went in seventh, we came out ninth, and we ended up eleventh overall for the race, which isn't bad. No, it's not terrible. It's just that it uh, it was unfortunate that the way it played out, but. Is what it is. Um, so again, like we talked about, twenty-one cars took the green. Uh, Matt Hirschman, I wouldn't say dominated, but he was. I mean, it led all but three yeah. laps. <laughs> he was <laughs> five laps. He was dominant. I mean, pretty much. And and McKennedy was chasing him down there at the end. Yeah, but I don't know how much. I don't. Matt had such a lead. I don't know how much of that gap closing was McKennedy being better or Matt just saving just in case, case there was a caution. I don't, you know, I don't know. Made it um, interesting. Yeah, it made, right. It made it look way, and I hate to say it like that, like it made it look way more interesting than it was because it was a good race. Again, yeah. um, Flo did a fantastic job of showing different battles on the racetrack and panning over and doing this. Um, Josh does a great job of putting announcers in the right spot the right announcers in the right spot. Yep. Um, obviously, Andy Austin does a terrific job. Um, had Pete Falcone up there for most of the day with him. Um, just two guys that obviously are very good at their trade and what they do. Um, so they both did a fantastic job. Of, uh, like I always try to say this to some people is, one, being a race fan, being a racer, and doing a little bit of announcing that I did, it's it's not an easy job to just go up there and announce. I mean, you and right. I have had this conversation before where sometimes when one car is – not dusting the field, but you got a straightaway lead. It's, sometimes it's hard for the fans to grasp that maybe that battle for second and third is actually really good because they're only being able to, you know, oh, well, that guy's way out in front. This race is boring. No, sometimes you have to look further back into the field and get the right battle to know what's going on, and those guys did a fantastic job all weekend of kind of really or all day really doing that. Right. Because um, like you said, how much of it was just Hirschman saving just in case there was that late race yellow? Or was McKennedy that much better yep. at the end and just ran out of time? You'll never know. No, you really don't. Yeah, without talking to one, of them, without talking to one of them, and even at that, are you going to get the full truth? Yeah, <laughs> you know, is Hirschman just going to say, "Yeah, we were just saving just in case we got that late race yellow," yeah. even if he was on that razor's edge? Yep. Um. So again, like we said, so there were six feature events on top of the NASCAR Wheel of Modified Tour. Would you? Say? I think it was only what, like two or three yellows in that Wheel of Modified race, too, really. I think there was two. There was one fairly early that nobody did anything with. Yeah, and, and then there was one that lapsed like 75 yeah, or, it was, or something like that. Yeah, and then you guys went like. Then we went green the rest of the way. Yeah. There's no no cautions for the rest of the way. So, um, yeah, I was worried that it was a 
optically not the best race in the world uh, just because there was no caution. But I was told by a lot of people afterwards it was actually a good race. Like I said, I was working in my driveway on stuff, and I had to keep popping up and stopping to look at the TV because, like I said, they did a fantastic job on the broadcast of making it. And, again, was some of it, was it just the announcers, you know, kind of like the radio play-by-play? It always sounds a lot better on radio where they're (laughs) they're screaming in the mics and you don't really know what's going on. But, like I said, for listening purposes, it was a great race to listen to. Uh, So, Super Modifies, Jeffrey Battle. Uh, So, I'm going to... So I didn't get. To, I want to go back and watch that race because I have it started to, deep. Yeah, I had to actually sit down and watch some of this racing because, again, listening to it was fantastic. I didn't. Yeah, and I I didn't get to watch it. I was somewhat listening to them on the announcers from the pits. Yep. And watching it on race monitor. Yep. And he came from the back and he made the pass for the the lead and the win on like one to go white flag. On the With, white flag. He was side so, by side on the white flag. That's what it I'm was. Trying to yeah. figure out. I don't know. So I, I've got Josh's right up. Oh, Jeff Brown. That would make sense. Uh, I race, uh, used to race high racing against Jeff Brown. Okay. He, he is a uh, human encyclopedia when it comes to New England racing. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, very good dude. Not a good eye racer. Very good dude. <laughs> uh, would be the first to admit that. Yeah. But, uh, Basically, Jeffrey Battle ended up winning it, but passed coming to the white flag, uh, passed his uncle Eddie Whitcomb to take home the 350 Super Modified wins. Um, Tom Hardwood Harwood won the New England Dwarf Car Series. Uh, Dan Mazervi won the uh, excuse me. The Dan Mazervi Memorial Race was run won by Braden Mazervi. Okay, relative, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Kuhn won the pro, the Lee pro stocks led wire to wire all 80 laps. And then Wade Gelinas turned in a similar performance with the NHSDRA late models. Hey, it's that guy. It's the other guy. It's the other guy. We were talking it's the about. other guy. <laughs> yeah. POT. He's here, baby. Uh, we're just about wrapped up with Lee bud. Um, what happened? And then Kyle <laughs> Valeri took home his first ever win with the NEMA lights. What happened? What, Did you get tight in wheeling? Yeah, towards the end. That thing was after Balls. after we took the two tires. So everybody else took three tires. Yeah, we took two. Just the way tires sized up, that was the plan, and we never got another caution. But the two tires alone on that car did make it evil. It it yeah. was the perfect. Everybody's favorite combination of tight in the middle and loose off. Yeah, it, it was pretty, pretty rough up. to drive that the rest of the race. Yeah. Back up your entry, bud. You would have been fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Could have called that from the couch. Just back up the entry, Roby. You'll be fine, bud. You looked yeah. real dumb trucky towards the end. In like, the middle. Fuck. Yeah, in the middle. And then yeah. I couldn't even breathe on the throttle. Yeah. But, I mean, at that point, two, 100 laps on even those that are slightly harder tires. I mean, that like we looked at both right rears and the, the second right rear was absolutely obliterated. So it's is what it is. Also getting hung <laughs> out at uh, the very early, start, yeah, early. I mean, train and like Doug was really just kind of going easy. All right. So two things happened. Number one, have we gone over this already? Am I no, not in detail, back? not in oh, great okay. detail, okay. but I mean, yeah. that's okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's my, like, my fault, everybody. <laughs> so, um, 
two things happened at the beginning. Number one, every wheel and race I've run, I felt like the starts were so slow. So I just had it in my mind that the initial start was like a, like a pass race or anything else where the start, the flagger starts the race and they wait until you're on the front stretch until they start. Cause it just seems like that's always happened. Well, we got to like the restart box and Doug starts going yeah. and I wasn't expecting it because yeah. <laughs> I thought the starter started the race. So I kind of lagged on that, but then I drove back up beside him cause he wasn't going that hard. And I actually got my nose out in front cause I was going to try to get out and jump in front of him without completely burning up my tires. Yeah. And then he, as soon as I got a nose up on him, he started going harder. Yeah. And then everybody else was just started pushing. It was just like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't going to go good. So, yeah. so without, I mean, I could have gone a little harder, but I mean, you're just going to destroy the tires. You smack so, time trials though, huh? Yeah. It was Fucking great. knock that but, out of the park. You know, a really cool part about that. Uh, and I'm assuming most people know this, but so we qualified P2 and I, for the first time, probably in my life, legitimately beat Matt Hirschman at something. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a small victory, Yeah, but, the really cool part about that was, I mean, A, the flow people were down like instantly, like they want to take an interview and stuff. And yeah. then right before they got to take the interview, Doug Kobe knocked it off so oh, <laughs> I had to go see him. Shit. <laughs> but but the other one was like, stu- like guys like Justin Bonsignor and stuff, were little, they were coming over to me personally. Like, oh, that was a hell of a run. Good job. Da, da, da. Like, really? It was like, all right, that's cool. That makes me feel good. Nice. And then I went over and do- joked with kobe and told him that he had enough of those crowbars that they give you for the pole yeah. <laughs> can i have that one yeah. <laughs> he was laughing tommy ball i thought it was i thought it was gonna hold up dude I'd, i watched some of the I heavy hitters go out and i was yeah. like oh shit we're on to something and then doug came out i was like "Ooh, that looked yeah. real fucking fast yeah, yeah he <laughs> but did. i thought you did well i thought no, it was good we yeah, were good there and we were good in the first part of the race like we wasn't going full steam we were just trying to save a little there and pit stop because of okay, the too. Yeah, the stop went fine. It just just like I said, the tire strategy, the way it laid out, it it did yeah. wasn't going to work in our favor. So yeah, it is what it is. We just uh, on to Seekonk. Yeah, well, Monano first, but Seekonk for Whalen, right? So we on to Seekonk. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah we're, we're, we're wrapped up with Lee though, right? That was it? I think, I think, I think that's, that's all it. we got. We did. We hit all the. Well, we got a couple commercials this week, so we'll just play did, the first one. Did we talk about the uh, late models? Ellie, yeah, we touched on it. There's like six. Yeah, well, yeah, we kind of talked about that. Like yeah. for whatever reason, at Lee, it just seems like it's either a healthy 22 car field or there's nobody. There's That's no. What I was expecting. Yeah, there's no in between. But the the hard part is, is again, Hudson ran them on Monday. So how many of those guys didn't want to uh, didn't want to go uh, and take a chance on yeah. whatever yeah, on Saturday, and then you know, mm. and then out of the cars that did run, I heard a rumor. Uh oh that the person that crossed the line first may not be the official winner. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that was just a rumor I heard. I don't know if anybody Who else has it? heard anything about it. or uh, We don't know. Uh, we don't have to. Uh, yeah, we don't have to air it out. It just that's just That was just what I heard. I don't know. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy times at Lee. Wade Jolinus. 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 Interesting. I don't. You know. don't Is know he from what, Maine or something? Like he's that's not a name I'm familiar with. I have no idea. Uh, I don't know if he's uh, related to Larry Jelinas, who has run like pro stocks and that kind of stuff for years. I don't know. But well, I, regardless, I don't know what the if there if that if there was any truth to that rumor, what the issue was, or whatever. I, I that was just a rumor I heard today that there might have been issues there. Interesting. Which would have moved Aiden Grenier 
into the win. It's true. He finished second. Yeah. Hurricane. He loves that place. I think he's trophied every time he's gone there with a street stock. Really? Street model. Yeah. Fantastic. I love that for him. All right. We'll take our first commercial break. JDV Productions has doubled its schedule in 2023, offering race fans five additional opportunities to experience regional motorsports events with national quality. The Nastra Modifies are joined by the other Monadnock Speedway House Divisions to fill out the card for the season opening, Duel at the Dog Weekend, on May 7. The debut of the JDV Open Modifieds, allowing drivers from all different series and tracks across the Northeast to compete together for a 100-lap open competition race, will headline the event scheduled for June 3 at Monadnock and September 3 at Claremont. Capping off the 2023 season is the Claremont Fall Classic, scheduled for October 14 and 15. 14 divisions will face off in a no-bars-held, give-it-all-you've-got-before-the-winter-showdown. More information on all nine JDV events, including the ability to skip the line and purchase your tickets, is available on jdvproductions.com. So I don't think any of us went to Thunder Road. No. I did not. You did not. I know that for a fact. We were, yeah. Well, we were planning on going just to watch, actually, after we it. decided we were not running it. And uh, by the time we got done switching everything around, sorting and getting everything cleaned out from Saturday and getting everything loaded for Monday, it was already in the afternoon. And it was freaking hot. So It got warm. Yeah. It got warm. So we ended up streaming it from home. You scared me. You texted me at like 7 a.m. Yeah, like, I know. He was in the like, group chat early, Bob. You're like, hey, birthday boy, you uh, trying to go up to Thunder Road? And I was like, oh, well, I thought we weren't running Thunder Road. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But, yeah, it got hot. It was a, it was a decent race, I thought. That uh, that, I, mod, that mod race had a hard start to it. <laughs> a hard time getting going. I thought it was a shit show. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, it's boy. Yeah, it's Thunder yeah, Road. Yeah, right. It's Thunder Road. Yeah. It, a little bit of craziness is not is not necessarily a bad thing. You just uh, dude, there's a lot going on. Lick, dude. Yeah, that yeah. Talk crazy. about that, and then also the other one I wanted to shout out was your, your buddy Hirschman. There, how the fuck does that left rear go down, <laughs> and he don't hit nobody, and he don't collect nobody? He kept it spinning. God. Was the left rear down? I don't know if it was when he started. It was by the time yeah, he was done. <laughs> after, after contact was made with, what was it? I think it was Nacella. Yeah. Uh, the left rear definitely did go down. I don't know if the left rear was down prior to that. Like, it just watching Boy, the replay. He, he, he did, like, four fucking tight three, circles. Yeah. Three? Did, yeah, three full 360s. Does not I'm, like, hit. sitting there, and I, I puckered, and I'm like, oh, 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 yeah. oh. <laughs> How how how, how do you do that? Especially there, dude. Yeah, especially yeah. there. Yeah. It's tight. It's tight quarters in yeah. four bangers up there. Let alone a modified. Like yeah. it just. Whew. Yeah, it's going into three, no less. I thought that was a really. I thought once they got car. rolling, it was good. But those yeah. first couple of cautions, you're like, holy shit! What dude, the fuck are we doing? That yeah. smack that Les took on the front stretch. I was like, God damn! It's like he got shoved. Like they got hooked and he. Yeah, I think yeah, I was gonna was say. Oh uh, so, yeah, it, it, wasn't it past track? Yes, it was Chris. Yeah, it, it um, looked. I don't know. For but sure. the, the the other thing you got to remember on the road too is the walls banged. So oh, they yeah, they, so they all like the fact that they pop up in that spot. It's sloped away. Yeah, it's sloped away from the racetrack. So the pop up necessarily doesn't like. I don't want to say it doesn't do anything for me, but it doesn't like scare me as much as like. 
if you were to hit at Claremont like that and pop up in the air like that, I'd be like, holy that's, fuck, yeah, yeah. that's a big lick. Yeah. But like there where it's banked backwards, eh. Yeah, I don't. It's think, still a big hit. I don't. I don't think the impact was like a crazy impact. If that's what you're saying. Watching it live, I was like, boom. Yeah, no, I. I don't think that it was like. I'm but sure. That's, I'm sure that's the Lestis problem with that had, wall. I'm sure Les has had a lot harder impacts over the last his year. <laughs> yeah, true. But he, fair. <laughs> even <in last> year, <laughs> fair point. That's a fair point. But it's uh, a fair point. But yeah, it's certainly. I mean, that sucks to see a car up on its side, a mod up on its side like that. Yeah. You know, any car. Whack. But, yeah. That was quite the. It, it's just tight. That's the problem with Thunder Road. Like, it's. I mean, it doesn't wear tires. You don't have to wear worry about changing tires and this and that. Like, you pretty much got what you got. You set the car up and it doesn't change. But it's tight. It's really tight, especially coming out of four. Like the rest of the track's okay, but man, coming out of four, it's just. So yeah. like you have an incident with like that. Everybody's trying to get to the bottom. You know, I think Les was underneath. Pastriac's left rear and either Pastriac didn't know, tried to squeeze him off, whatever. He comes down, they and get fun. together, and once you're together, Whack. you're sliding together and into yeah. the wall. And there's not, there's just no time there. There's no runoff. There's no nothing. Yeah. So it was, you know. But yeah, once the race got going, I thought it wasn't terrible. No, it, was, no, it wasn't terrible. It's good racing. Oh, what the hell? I thought Kobe was coming back. So did I. I yeah. thought for sure he was just saving in something. his own car too. Yeah. Oh yeah, sharp he was, looking. He was yeah. good. Yeah, sharp looked looking. Looked good, dude. Yeah, looked real good. Looked good. I was like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, it looked real to, good. Is he about yeah. to teach Tommy Baldwin something right now? Yeah. But. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, Hercule dude. Drivers. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, cream, cream, um, like cream of the crop, you know. Mm. Ten look good. <laughs> does Does he set up his cars? Do you know, Doug? He's got. Uh, or does he? He's got. A, I think he's got a couple guys that help him out, but yeah. Yeah, because it was it it's Ryan Stone the one that always did his or was it? <sighs> I thought Phil that was Bonsignor. I thought Phil so Moran was, Phil was the one that did Kobe. Yeah, Phil was Moran was with Kobe two. for years, I believe. Okay, so Ryan Stone's probably Bonsignor's. Yeah, could be. Um, yeah, Phil Moran. Phil Moran's with Silk now. Yeah, but oh, but Ronnie looks Ronnie, good too, dude. But Silk was in a car that used to belong to Hyr. But now belongs to Copsick, and I know Copsick does his own setup. Yeah. So was Phil Moran there with Kobe doing Kobe's car? Could be, probably uh, was. Maybe that would be my guess, which would make a lot of sense. Because Ramo was in the 50 he was in Bob Horn, Horn Bob one Horn's of the car. two Horn yeah. cars. Yeah, yeah, it was Ramo and Izzo, Izzo, yeah, and the yeah. other one, and then Kyle. What was it? Oh, Austin Beers was in the 13 that Izzo used to drive. <laughs> there was a lot of sw- cars. Fucking musical seats. Oh, it really was up there. I was, like, surprised good at who names, was in what. Yeah, it was a good yeah. field. Yeah, good it was names. a good field. Yeah. Do you think yeah. it helped that Lee was the day before and they just stayed up this I way? think it hurt. <laughs> I think honestly, it hurt. I, I honestly, they, they had originally there was, what, 20? There was only, like, 28 registered for the event and then five withdrew, I think is what it was. Yes, it was. So was, really, so that's compared to even last year up there, and uh, really in general, that was a low count for them. It's still a full field, more or less, but it wasn't, you know, n- a normal tri track count. Yeah, I I really think it hurt that Whelan was the day before, because that well Whelan was the day before, and Whelan last year at Lee was a early schedule. Yeah, this year it was a late schedule. And Thunder Road is still in their spring schedule, so they're super early. Right. So unfortunate 
kind of events there is that you're going to get out real late from Lee and go there real early Sunday. So the amount of people willing to do that is slimmer. Why Why the late? Because at Monadnock, what was start time for Wayland at Monadnock this year? It was early, right? It was like th- three or four? No, it wasn't that early. Really? That was the, the race itself? Yeah. I want to say it was like six, wasn't it? No. No. no we weren't no there in LA, Bubba. Oh, no. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. It was early because it was so. It was It was like four. I it think. was also the first weekend of May. So it was It cold. was early. It was right? early. Yeah, it was early. It was yeah. early. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> For some of us, it was Some early. of us, it was really early. <laughs> yeah. I heard. heard. Yeah, I get you. I, no, I want to say we fired off at like three thirty or something. I felt like it was it was, it was yeah. early for a we wheel of out monster. There, like, dude, I had enough time to get home, cook supper, have a drink, and yeah, start a fire. Yeah, you know? but it was also the first weekend of May, so it was yeah, still yeah, kind of yeah, cold. Or, yeah. yeah, or colder or whatever. Colder. But, uh, my like my question with this weekend is, I, I understand Thunder Road has their schedules or whatever, but <clears throat> I can see starting early on a Sunday typically, but the Sunday of a three day weekend. When it's hot, <laughs> I don't. Know. So actually, Devils Bowl pushed their start time back. Yeah, because of the heat, they they suspended yeah. the program like two yeah. or three hours because of the heat on Sunday. It was yeah. fucking hot, dude. We we talked about it a little bit before you got in here. Like Saturday was Saturday for me was brutal because we're like sitting there. I mean Sunday, it was like it was comfortable, comfortable, comfortable. Fucking bam, hot. Like in just and it was like a forty five minute snap of like it felt like it went from eighty to ninety five in like forty five minutes. Yeah. Um but Ronnie Williams, Doug Kobe, and Woody Pitcat were your top five. How about top Woodrow, three. dude? Woodrow drove a good race, I thought. Only Woody. eleven cars on the lead lap. I thought Woody drove a great race. Yeah. That's all I was yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Um so one other note from Thunder Road while watching. So let's talk about friend of the podcast, bad boy Brandon Gray. Okay. Had himself a good day Saturday, won for the first time in his new car up at White Mountains. Was it a win? Or was he it won. Second? He won it. No, it was he won, he won at win. White Mountains. He, yeah. Sorry, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> he he won up at White Mountains. Oh, White Mountains, yeah. yeah. Moron. And then yeah. and then we start pretty deep in the field at Thunder Road. Yeah. We come up on a lap car. Oh boy. He gets a little antsy. I hope he tries to fight you after this. It looked from TV. Like he hooked him. <laughs> he got into him. I mean, he definitely hit him. Should we call him? No, I'm not calling him. Come on. But he definitely hit him. I'm like, ooh, boy, that was a little. <laughs> the worst part is the guy spun back up in front of him, collected, <laughs> collected him in yeah. the mess. So um, sharp looking car, but yeah, picked up his first win with it up at White Mountains on Saturday night. Yeah, dude. I heard the White Mountain card was good, too. They had us yeah. halfway stacked. Deep. I got to get up there this year. It's been a couple of years since I've been up there. No, no mods this year. That's upsetting. No, unfortunately. I don't know. Next year, there's this big five grand to win race up there at some point this summer. In oh, the street street models. The R and R's. actually, there are street stocks because the R and R series is yes. called street stocks. So street stocks. Dude, five k. What do you think? Is Weasel, is Weasel running full time? I don't know. I don't know what he's. He's all over the place. I don't know what. Bear shit in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he'll be there. just checking. We'll have to go up there then. Because I'm assuming again. And Friend of the podcast, sponsor, Andrew Russo should be up there. He went up last year for the five grand Did he? win. Yep. Hell yeah, Andrew. Yep. Love that for you. Uh, yeah. So the other nice part about Sunday, of course, was you had big national racing on TV. You had Monaco. Wow. Well, you're supposed to. I was I was getting there. 
Uh, so you had Monaco in the morning. You had the 500, which, again, same thing I listened to on the radio. Um, always sounds way better on the radio than it is watching it in t- on person because it's fucking – they make it sound that. 100% better. Uh, it's like watching <clears throat> baseball. Baseball is better to listen ba- to. I, I feel like a lot of sports are actually better to just listen to the radio. Not I, football. I, I agree. Yeah. But I sometimes wish, depending on the radio broadcast crew, that they could just bring it over onto the TV. I'd love that. Do MRN. I wish the guys from MRN would call every week on national TV for NASCAR because it is a hundred times more exciting through yeah. MRN. Um, scary moment at the 500 when a wheel goes fucking hauling ass through the fucking air and no. into a fucking parking lot. What are the odds that that happens? Astronomical. It has to be astronomical over the catch fence. What are the what? So first of all, what are the odds that one? actually leaves over the catch fence with yeah. all the safety implements that we have this day and age. You yeah. know, pretty slim. What are the odds that it fucking rifles between two sets of grandstands right. into a fucking parking lot? Yeah, right? All it does, it hits a Chevy Cruze. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she got to go out. The girl that drives that Chevy Cruze got, was invited to the racetrack and got to go kiss the yard of bricks and got a ride home from somebody at the staff at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Love that. Yeah, That's how you take care of your fans. I mean... I would have, dude. I would have let my That's truck just, get hit. You got insurance, dude. Yeah, listen, <laughs> bring it on. There's that too, and there's also the side of damage control. Yeah. But, yeah. but anyways, that happens to you, right? Don't matter which which track you're at. Yep. If that track brings you onto the track for a photo op afterwards, gets you home. Yeah. You're you'll you'll attend every race yeah. you possibly ever fucking can for the rest yeah. of your life. There, no yeah. doubt in my mind. It's good customer service. It, I did. It's great hear, PR. I did hear a couple of expected jokes after that about. How long before they have the NASCAR wheel and modified tour dual tether rule like we have to have now oh. and all that? Oh <laughs> yeah. Which That'd even with even with tethers, they had one leave the grandstands a couple of years back at Loudon. In Wheeling? Really? Yeah. So, yeah. So last year they had two right fronts leave the cars. One was at Riverhead and one was I don't really know to be honest with you, but in two instances, right fronts completely left the car despite their Tether system being in place. Their tether system, which they call a dual tether, and it goes to one spot on the spindle, which I think is the dumbest freaking thing ever. Um, so now they've added a dual dual tether rule as a result of those tires leaving the car. Now we have to have two sets of dual tethers going to two different points on the spindle. I was waiting for you to say the same spot. I was like, fucking Jesus, what are we doing? No. Uh, yeah, it was like probably six, seven, eight years ago. It was a practice day on a Friday. Uh, I had a guy pound the fucking turn one wall and when he hit, the tire popped off and rode up the fucking catch fence and ended up in the grandstands, like in the actual fucking stands. That's luckily, crazy, luckily it was a Friday practice day. Like yeah, nobody was in there. the grandstands, but there's the whole right front assembly just chilling in the fucking like five rows up in the fucking grandstands. Imagine, that's wild. But that's the problem is like realistically, you think about it, that could happen at any short track in America. Yep. Any yeah. fucking short track in America, some that could happen. And some of these short tracks you go to, you're like, yeah, because you think about yeah. I've, I've been to a handful. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. most of those. Oh, NASCAR, that's not holding anybody back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the NASCAR tracks have the fences that go up and curl cur- curve out over the track, yeah. so it's even harder. So if one can leave the track there, what are these ones where it's just a straight fence yeah. for eight feet and that's about it? Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> if you were to sit back and actually look at it, terrifying. Dude, how fast do you think that wheel's coming at you? Depends on what... To, is it Claremont? It's Claremont. It's a modified. 80? 85? Yeah. All, yeah, all, all I mean, of that's that? Kill, that's all killing that. a few people. So listen, yeah. 
I'm down at Monadnock probably, I don't know, nine years ago, eight years ago. Had a right front disintegrate on a pure stock wildcat back then. The center of the wheel snapped, sending the wheel down the backstretch. So for anybody that's been to Monadnock, you have that giant billboard at the end of the backstretch wall, and the rescue truck is right there. Where is that fucking wheel headed? Right to where my rescue truck is parked. And the guy in the front seat's like, uh, 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 where do you want me to go? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I pull out. I get hit by a car. I go backwards. I'm in the river. Yeah. Like, it luckily, no bullshit, hit the fucking post for the billboard and bounced back out in the racetrack. And this guy goes, all I could see was the Dear Dale letter. I'm like, what the fuck is he going to say? Yeah. Like, hey. oh, yeah. He's like, all I could see was that thing smoking the fucking door. Now we've got junk, a junk rescue truck chilling out here. I'm like, what? What's he gonna say? Yeah, yeah. fair, fair. It's terrifying. Like how quick, if you really look at it, how how quickly shit could happen on a racetrack and fucking just, I'll clobber 10, 15 people Scary, at once. Yeah. Chris, Scary. look at what was it, a couple years back. Look at Thunder Road when that car fucking went up and over the Jersey barrier and clobbered the two, clobbered Dean and that other guy. Yeah, it don't take long. It's terrifying, but it don't take long. Yeah. Speaking of which, on a happier note, I see that there's people seated all the way around the corners at Thunder Road this week. Weird. <laughs> yeah. I heard they won their uh, little grievance there. I heard. Yeah. Good heard, for them. Heard a rumor. Good. Yeah. Fucking state of Vermont, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you. I love it and I hate it at the same time. So Monday, you go to Hudson, <laughs> and we you got dark right there for a second. And you let Nate Wenzel walk away with six thousand dollars. What I happened? Did. What happened? Shout out to Nate. I took one for the team. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I will always call stuff as I see it. And oh, in the event of Hudson, hey, we call a spade a spade around yeah, here. Absolutely. That needs to be a T-shirt. <laughs> Just saying, at dude, some point, to two and a half years in, it probably should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Or a sticker or something. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. Continue. Should we go in order? Yes. We, yeah, we're going to go in order. Go in order. So, there's Bandoleros. They did their, their thing. Those things, <laughs> I stood up on, the, on turn two and watched those things in practice. And for basically little go-karts, they're moving right along. Some of them freaking guys... Are you basically a Bandolero driver? Yeah, Bandolero. Yeah, actually, Bandolero might have more. It's got definitely got a little bit more horsepower than we got. They probably got yeah, what the twelve more speed too because they're on the actual track. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was a shot. He didn't even mean it. He didn't even mean it to be <laughs> so rude. They're not just on the infield and the lawn. <laughs> oh lord! Yikes, <clears throat> boys! It's gonna be back. Okay, continue, sorry. <laughs> you have something to say, DJ? No, I got fucking, uh, listen, I got fucking nothing. Because until I can keep it on the track, well, to be fair, I did keep it on the track for the feature, so I guess I can defend myself there. But Yeah, give yourself some credit with a junk cart. Yeah, we found out what was wrong, too, so. Not good. We'll find out Sunday. We will find out on Sunday if we fixed it or not, but we're 99.9% certain we fixed it. And it was simple. 
simple. Isn't that what Ricky Mac was saying? He's like, most of the time you fix this. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, a lot of times, though, not to digress too much here, but, like, you know, we have a bunch of hind joints and other shit that can be bent. So if you miss just one or one's just tweaked just enough. Um, but the problem with racers, or most of us, and Roby can either back me or dispute me here, but a lot of times when you have something go wrong, you're looking for the biggest thing you can find, right? You're not looking at the easiest thing you can find. You're looking in the hard spots of, like, where you would never really look. Right. Not necessarily the fucking thing that happens to be, like, four inches above your fucking nutsack that might be knocked out of square just a little bit. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Not wrong, but anyway, so bandoleros, they're fast for being fucking overgrown goat well, carts that stay on the racetrack. Su- yeah, and there's some of them coming around the corner that were like right broadside. I want to say, though, <laughs> like legitimately, I think they have like a little 24, 25-horsepower Briggs like lawnmower motor in them. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. They, they sounded pretty gnarly for what they were. Yeah. and But, yeah, they were, I mean, they were not. I'm sure you have to run those as loose as possible to maintain the most speed. Oh, yeah, you got to keep them. Obviously, they're flat-footed. You got to keep those fuckers wound tight. Yeah. Yeah, no, they they were. It was interesting seeing some of them. A couple of them ended up close to end the blocks and stuff. But uh, yeah, it was entertain- entertaining, anyways. Ben Morabito was the one that pulled off the win in that one. They had fifteen of them, I believe. Then the hold on, we're gonna talk about that legends race. That's what I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so fun fact. The kid that won the Legends race did not qualify, did not get a round of practice, unloaded like 20 minutes before the feature, won out, started dead last on the field, and won it. Love that for him. And and dead last on the field. I mean, they uh, had field. 24 of them. 23 of them That's actually took their took the Such screen. a gangster move. I think when yeah. he got out of his truck, I think he put his balls in a wheelbarrow and went and got in the car. Yeah. yeah. Just another day. Yeah. <laughs> Just another day, boys. That being said, it was basically the 24 Hours of Legends. Yeah, they, was, they wrecked some equipment. And it was one lap caution. One lap caution. And the problem, with, the problem with those things, being 1,250cc motorcycle engines at fucking 1,200 pounds, those things can fucking crank. Yep. Um, oh, time to get up. Sorry. Hey, the podcast was supposed to be 7.30, not 8.30, yeah. bud. Yeah. <laughs> it means I have to unplug my chicken from the crock pot. You know what that means? A little hard from here. Yeah, I mean, I'll just let it cook. Doesn't matter. Okay. Continue. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, they had a rough go of it, but uh, <laughs> they got through it eventually. Oh. Uh, Six shooters? Six shooters, a little bit light Some on that car count. I think they had what cowboy. nine, eight, but uh, eight, eight of them. Eight of them. Oh yeah, eight. eight of them. Yep. Steve Miller. Nine of them. Eight. It says eight right in the finishing order, right here. Right. Oh, I got it right in front of me. Boy. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry. DNF. Chris Chadwick was the last one. Shout out to Mister Irrelevant. Wow. Isn't that what they called the last guy I picked? Yeah, in the draft. Eh, kind of the same thing. Uh, Steve Miller, Steve Miller Jr., and Tristan Bodwell. Bodwell, yeah. How about Bodwell. the Millers just dragging those things? Anywhere and everywhere. Anywhere and everywhere. Good for them. And being competitive everywhere they go. Oh, hold on. Please hold real quick. I owe Steve Miller Sr. an apology. Oh, boy. He's the best, though, because if you call him out on something and it's not right, he's not mad about it, no. but he'll he'll fucking correct you. Oh, yeah. Love it. 
couple times I've said something the wrong way, and he'll text me on, like, the next morning or the next afternoon. He goes, no, this is what you should have said. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Kind <laughs> of like I used to do to you. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that's why, well, you know, hey, it just means you're replaceable, Roby. Okay. <laughs> I want to read this. I want to read this word for word. That way I can no longer get this wrong. Okay. He says, hi, Zach. If you're going to have that bump stock, you need to have the story straight. With that bump stop, my suspension didn't have enough travel. I had less than minimum of three inches. With the bump stop removed, I have well over three inches. Cheers, Steve. Second message <laughs> right after that. <laughs> E-stock e bump stops on struts must have three inches of travel before the bump stop hits the strut with the car sitting at ride height. No steel or wood spring spacers, etc. allowed. I apologize, Steve Miller. That is the story of the bump stop, and I will no longer bring that up. Because <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he just said. <laughs> I, I, I get the concept of it. The, the, the shock just didn't travel yeah. enough yeah, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. bump stop in yeah. it. That's all. That's Good news. 99% of our, our listeners will know what the hell that okay. you were talking about. Perfect. So you don't have to yeah, understand. I still it. have it in my backpack. <laughs> it's, it's at my work. But anyways, sorry, uh, Steve Miller Sr. And then the street models. Yes. 30 laps. What the hell, Beecher? <sighs> yeah, Beecher, you suck. <laughs> yeah, Beecher. Milton Duran wins it. Milton's uh, always been fast down there, though. In dominating oh, fashion, yeah, too, wasn't he? Milton's quick, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, not, uh, he took him five laps to get to the lead. Yeah. And then left, led the rest. Uh, <laughs> William Clement Jr. finished second, and Justin Beecher sucked out and finished third. He did. Um, 18 cars took the green. Yeah, it's a good field. Looks like our boy Travis Sykes finally dragged the old street model out. Yeah, got a four laps. Huh? Got a DNF. Oh, no, new car blues. Probably. Trying to see. Uh, Robbie Streeter was down there. Tim Wunzel was down there. So can we? Oh, sorry. That's about it. No, we, now we can get into the big one. Yeah, uh, Roby looked very perturbed. Chomping at the bit. I call a spade a spade here, Roby. So if I'm going to call a spade a spade, I got to call it on myself. He sucked. That's what I was going to say. He sacked. I did. Sack. I, yeah. Yep. I made a bonehead move. Run at plum out of talent. It did. That's really what it amounts to. We skipped first. <laughs> let's, let's play it through. Okay. We skipped first practice. We Typical Roby fashion. Yeah, went out second practice. Went no sat practice. one on that and then went out. And I'll give all the credit in the world to Jesse J. Justin Jacobitis, 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 I always used to say it the other way. Um, he went out. I don't know what he, what he was in the order. Uh, he was probably, but he laid down a six, lap, six and six to last or whatever. He laid down a lap, a twelve six something, yeah. which we have not seen there in a few years. Like, See, that's when that's when you lap. need a good announcer to the top of the board. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gets and, excited. Yeah, to the point that I had to I. Had Dozer repeat it because I wasn't quite sure I heard it correctly. Did you say a 13 was, six? Yeah, yeah. He, he repeated it. I'm like, damn. I literally said, damn, good for him. Because that was a lap. And then I went out and turned a seven something, which was P2. Uh, they inverted six. six. So I started fifth, um, strung out a little bit, and I unlap. I don't know what the heck lap it was, but it was like roughly lap 15. We. 
pretty much got single file. We're riding around. I don't know where I was at at that point. Probably ninth. And I was right behind. About 16th at that point. <laughs> yeah, probably. hanging out. Yeah, I wasn't that far back yet. That was the plan, but I wasn't that far back yet. But I was behind Wenzel. I had, I want to say, Josh Carey was to my rear bumper, and there was a line on the inside that was trying to make moves up through. Uh, basically, I was getting in a little bit of a box there that I didn't want to be in just in case somebody else screwed up, and you know, you don't want to be boxed in for no reason. So <clears throat> I got boxed in there, and I thought to myself, well, if the opportunity comes, I'll, I'll try to get back by Wenzel or whatever. Well, it happened to be the back stretch that I was right on his bumper and had just gotten a tap from the car behind me in the previous corner, so I knew it was real tight. Um, and I said, well, I'm right here. I'm just going to try to go under him right now. Right as I turned left to go to the bottom was when he let up for the corner. And it was so close that I got into him with my right front. I just basically misjudged the timing more than anything, but also distance. Um, I got into him. It stacked up. Everybody else was so tight behind us, and that's the problem with being boxed in, that uh, I believe it was Josh behind me got in me, another car got in him. We all kind of more or less got pushed into the corner. Um, everybody got away from each other eventually, and it all kept going. There wasn't even a yellow flag. But when you go to the next corner and your steering wheel's off by almost a quarter turn, you know it's towed out by about four inches, and it wasn't good. We got a caution shortly after that, came in, took all the adjustment out of the right front tie rod to get it back close and went back out as they were coming to green, so we were half a track behind. Um, rode around there, never got another caution, or didn't seem like we were going to get another caution. So started going, you know, went... 15 laps or whatever well got over halfway and then started picking up the pace and we drove our way up to eighth at that point and uh was on the same straightaway as aaron fellows and brad zahensky when i see brad's car go up in a complete cloud of white smoke i i knew instantly that he lost the motor and aaron immediately was right behind him went right up the track and into the wall so unfortunate real unfortunate situation there for both of those guys Fortunately, everybody behind them was able to get down and stay out of the fluid. Uh, took a little bit to clean that up. Re- restarted six with seven to go. Got up to fourth. And uh, really, actually, we could have been on the podium or even had a chance at that win despite the damage of the car had it not been for the fact that those guys were playing absolute pinball with each other. Like That had to have been a fun race to watch from the stands because I don't know how many lead changes there were in the last seven laps, but there was like, five, six cars up there. They were pretty much just booting each other out of the way <laughs> and slinging under each other. And it was just back and forth. And I, I don't know. It was, it, it was interesting to watch from, from sixth and fifth. And then I, I passed, I, we actually crossed the line. I was side by side with Joey Jarvis for, for fourth. I believe I ended up getting, you it, ended up fourth. I ended, ended up, up fifth. Okay. It had to have been close. It was like six inches, maybe. Um, but, uh, those guys were just, I mean, they were flat out just giving it to each other. Love it was interesting to watch. And I, I had already been in one instance. I didn't want to be in another one. So I was like maybe not pushing it as hard as I probably should have with those guys. But uh, it was kind of crazy to see from my perspective. So I can only imagine from the stands. Uh, but good on Nathan Wenzel. He, whatever he did, <laughs> threaded the needle, booted somebody. I don't know what he did, but he ended up with the lead. Um at the end of it, was it Zelensky that was second or was it Leary? Leary was second and Zelensky, Zelensky was third. You and yeah. Jarvis were the yeah. top five. Yeah. So it was uh it was interesting. 
it was definitely unfortunate. Like, I think I was more mad at the whole situation just because I knew it was my own doing. I, we still had a great car even at the end despite the damage. So had we not had the damage, probably would have been another excellent run at Hudson. Yeah. You know. Tough. Yeah. Is what it is, but good field of cars, 19 cars, hell of a payout, you know, awesome on the track. You know, yeah, appreciate them them coming up with the funds. Six thousand dollars to win. Six thousand to win, seven hundred and seven hundred. He's a seven million dollar bull rider. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, no, I thought it was a great production. The officials did great despite the cluster that was parts of that race, especially with the blown engine and all that. Um it was a good show. I really thought it was it was great, but uh just unfortunate for us. <laughs> yeah. So So you got Monadnock on Saturday. Monadnock, JDV's running their open JDV show. JDV with their open show. We played their commercial earlier, so they yeah, they've got their Josh. Yep. There's uh what's the other NHS must be Hudson's running again this weekend? Or I thought it was just a Monadnock race. Uh, usually they do two on the same weekend. Yeah. Oh, boy. We should have. It feels like forever since I've been to Claremont. It has been. Yeah, you still got to wait a couple more weeks. It makes me sad. Oh, let's see. What's Lee got going on? I don't think it's Lee. Lee's June 23rd. Hudson is June 4th. Yep. So Hudson's got their Sunday show. Mods, late models, ridge runners, six shooters, pure stocks, and the spectator drags. So the only thing we got this week, the only thing, the only option you have this week to run is Manadnock. No, he could run Hudson. Hudson, regular. Great mods. So what are you going to do? As of right now, I don't believe I'll be at either one of them. He's going to come crew for a goat cart on Sunday. I am going to try to make it back in time for that. Make it back from what? I believe I'll be up north this weekend for a family function. Oh, Roger. <clears throat> the the car is same as Thunder Road last weekend. The car that I would be running at Monadnock is not completed yet. Are you going to be in Monadnock? I don't know yet. I'm going to try to, but I'm not sure that that's going to pan out for me. I've got a lot of work to do in the next few nights. So for anybody that doesn't know at this point. Are you not going up, period, not even to watch? Not if I'm up north. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, if not, I will be that. down there because there's multiple other cars that I would be helping. What do we have to get done to get you there Saturday? What <laughs> has to be done on the car? I need about 20 hours of nothing else but working on a race car. <laughs> it's already Tuesday. Yeah. God damn it, Dozer. Spent four hours this morning with Dozer fixing the crate car from yesterday so at least that's one done <laughs> maybe i'll go down and just watch because the only other option is to stream it right through the nastra vision or whatever uh, or is that, that one is all on flow that one's the all entire, flow the entire thing is on flow yeah i don't know hmm. okay. like i said i got a couple of things i gotta get wrapped up before sunday so do you think they're gonna do you think they're gonna get a good count at that open show i don't know I'm I'm not it's expecting money it to, to be it's decent money to win. I, I'm not expecting it to be um, you know, crazy. I don't think you're gonna get like thirty cars, but I, I feel like they're probably gonna be around the you know, twenty twenty two range would be my guess. 
That's a decent feel. It'll be decent, yeah. Be a good race. I feel like that like obviously Josh has got a he's got a good team going and they've got a good concept. They'll um, figure it out. I feel like they'll figure out the open shows. It'll probably take some time to build, but I f- they have a a great opportunity. You know, whether they are able to take advantage of it and expand on it as remains to be seen, but I feel like their concept and their crew and uh, and all that is great, so I I feel like they have the ability to take it where they want to take it. Hmm. Hopefully. I do we know what, do we know what else is running up there with that show? Yes. Yeah, they posted the whole thing today. Um it is Young Guns, Dwarf Cars, Pure Stocks, Open Mods, Street Models. That's it. And that's it. Street models? You think they'll get a decent number? Don't know. Hard saying. Hmm. <laughs> is there anything else big going on this weekend? Like, any, I don't know. Is ACT running anywhere? Seaconk. ACT's at Seaconk. Uh, is Pats running anywhere? I don't believe so. I know so. Tri-Track's not. MRS is not. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's any other big shows going on, which is helpful. Should help out Josh quite a bit. Yeah. Hmm. Claremont's off, obviously. Yeah. For another two weeks. Lee's off. Yep. Oh, Hudson's infield. Yeah, they did, uh, talked to Ben a couple weeks ago. I know they were doing a pile of work to that. Yeah, and he had told me last it's fall. Not that quite they were, done yet. Yeah, but they have the full, brand new figure eight paved in there, <laughs> and all of the all the infield's been redone to actually have grass or it's it's growing it's in, in its infancy but they are growing grass okay, hey god looks, i'm not racing there because it wouldn't be fucking safe <laughs> oh because you're a long oh there it is a little self dip yeah i might as well fucking beat you guys to it <laughs> look what you did to him dude you shot his confidence you can't do that not even a little bit come on yep can't, I, I can't win the show be the show yeah yeah i blame the toxic group chat for that <laughs> Playing the toxic group chat for a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah boy. But Everybody yeah, anyways, it, the infield looks great. Good. Ben was not in a great mood Monday. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't think he likes me anymore. Why? It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, before we wrap this episode up. Wait, we're not going to talk about why? Okay. <laughs> he, he made an audible on stuff that's written in the rule book, and I called him on trying to change shit in the middle of the year, so... Oh, whatever. <clears throat> can be bad at me all he wants. I'm still right. <laughs> Tough. So oh, we gotta we gotta get one story out and in the open here. Okay. You made a comment last week about potentially driving for Tommy Baldwin <laughs> oh, racing, yeah. and we just I was, oh yeah, I was wondering we, if that was gonna come back. We around. just blew right by that like <laughs> nothing ever fucking happened. So let's Who tell this story about that. Who said a couple that? other people? Um. Your buddy there. Mackenzie did, right, Brandon? So let's have that, and then we'll end the episode this week. Yeah, it's not like it's some crazy story. No, but it's Um, still a story. And and in all honesty, I do not remember how I actually ended up talking to him. Um, It was 2021, January, December, January, whatever. It was was shortly before New Smyrna. Um, We were working on our stuff. We were behind as usual. (laughs) Weird. And somebody pointed me in the direction of Tommy 
because he had an open seat in his ride for speed weeks. So I don't remember if he called me or I called him. Either way, I ended up talking to him and, and we discussed the details and it was pretty reasonable considering what I would spend on my own stuff to go down versus running his stuff. And it's good equipment. Everybody knows it's great equipment and it's Tommy Baldwin. So why wouldn't you? So I told him, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm really interested in it. Um, you know, what do we, what do we need to do? And he says, and basically how he left it was I have two other people, um, that I've already talked to about it. So we have to do it in order. Whoever came first, he said, I don't believe either one of them is actually going to come up with the funds, but if they don't, if they do, then, you know, they get it. If they don't, then, then you're in. And I said, okay. I said, just let me know and uh, we'll make it work. And, uh, the second one of the two came <laughs> ended up, up taking the ride. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was close. It was really close. Like him and I talked, like he told me, you know, he's been watching what I had done and, and he liked it, liked what he was seeing and all that. So he was all for it. It just was a matter of making the funds work and, and somebody beat me to it, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's really what it is. It's not like it was a crazy story, but it was, yeah, it was a very real possibility. And that would have been crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would have done it. it really like even looking back at it, I think it would have been a great thing. Like I, I would have done it because it really would have cost me no more than it was to run my own car. Yeah. Um, to, to do it. It, it would have made absolute sense. Yeah, well, maybe someday. He some days he likes me, some days he doesn't. So, <laughs> well, fair. Maybe if fair. I beat Doug, we'll put it right. If I beat Doug Kobe again at Claremont, maybe Tommy will put me in for that race next year. <laughs> hey, one off. I'd take calling your shot right there. I love it. Can we real quick just before? And I just need this answer. Have we decided if we're going to Seekonk or not? Yes, we are for sure going 100%. to Seekonk. We just don't have an itinerary of how we're going to go about going to Seekonk. Like travel plans? No. Yeah. Most likely I'd we say will on be the road there. in a truck. <coughs> yeah. This fucking guy. <laughs> well, uh, c- because we were offered our our offer to go do a live down there either before or after. I didn't know if that was, if we were thinking about doing that or are we not thinking about doing that. I'm just trying to figure out what we're going to. Don't look at me. I'm out. You're not going to Seekonk. It's an alumni day parade. Oh, yeah. So it would just be us. Your grandfather who runs the Alumni Association. <laughs> is he back yet? Yeah. Dick Gerard, this is me asking you, please, can we get you on a podcast? I don't know if he'll even listen to this. Probably Probably not. won't, but we could probably get him on. <laughs> All right. Tag him. Tag Dick Gerard in this. Watch him. Watch him up go on to his, his Facebook. Go to his house. Tagged in a th- so he's back back? Yeah. Okay. Has been for like a month. Okay. All right. So on that note. Everybody head to either Monadnock, Claremont Karting Series, or Hudson. And we got T-shirts and hats, too, still available. So reach out to the page if you want any. We wanted to take a quick second and let you know about the Claremont Motorsports Karting Series. I personally cannot think of a better way to spend my Sunday than right here at Claremont Motorsports Park watching the future stars in New England racing. And a reminder, grandstand admission is always free. This is affordable family fun. To find their schedule and more about this amazing series, look them up on Facebook at Claremont Motorsports Karting Series.
We'd like to take a moment and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Turn 4 Podcast. Have a question, comment, or query? We would love to hear from you. Reach out to us today at our Facebook page, Turn 4 Podcast. And until next week, we'll see you at the racetrack.